What's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcaster, Kaylee. Today's episode is a joint episode with Candy Kaylin, the host of Pull Up the Podcast. Today's theme, manifesting your best life. You ready, Candy? I'm ready. All right, let's get at it. So now we got to take it back a little bit and first discuss what are some signs you're not living your best life. For me, some include feeling uneasy, feeling stuck, grateful, but a burning feeling that there's more out there for you. Candy, what would you say are some signs? Um, when you when you can't, like you said, it's when you're stuck, you're not getting any movement, lacking growth, no motivation. You find yourself being a procrastinator. Those are just a few ways to let you know that you need to get a little bit more in tune with yourself to um, to get going. Mm-hmm. And now sometimes we're our own worst enemy and we get caught up and block ourselves from living our best life. We do that in a few ways, including subconscious and conscious self-sabotage. I'm going to let Candy define that for y'all. So for, for me, I see sabotage. It's the, and I try to use technical definitions as well. It's the act of destroying or undermining something. So anytime you're sabotaging, it's like you, you know what's going on and you know what you shouldn't be doing, but somehow you find a way to discourage yourself. And by discouraging yourself, that that's, that's what sabotage looks like. Mm-hmm. And what are some specific acts of self-sabotage? I'm back to that procrastination. Mm-hmm. You, you're quitting before you start. And then one of the things for me is negative language, negative mindset. So instead of saying, let me get up and put this plan into action, you're saying, I can't do this. I'm not good enough for this. I don't belong here. You kind of take on the imposter syndrome with your negative attitude. So procrastination, giving up before you ever get started, negative mindset, negative language, and imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I can honestly say that I've experienced all of those. And so that's why I wanted to bring up self-sabotage because I know that I've personally done it to myself, but luckily I'm moving out of that phase. Yes, sis. (laughs) Yes. So we also tend to focus on outside factors more than ourselves. We'll focus on work, relationships, friendships, family, and friends, and we'll pour and pour into them so there's nothing left in our own cup. And we need to always have something left in our cup. Balance, baby, balance. And there should be people in your life pouring right back into you. And outside of that, sometimes we aren't quite ready. Sometimes we aren't at that place of acknowledgement. Sometimes we aren't ready to show up for ourselves and do the work. There's also a lack of direction. Candy, do you want to speak on that and a few other ways we block ourselves from living our best life? Um, absolutely. So in that I'm, I'm big relationships, families, friends, work, lack of direction with, with relationships and family, we're always committed to loving everybody else Mm -hmm. in the process of being committed to loving everybody else. When do you take time to love yourself? Mm -hmm. So those are a lot of the reasons that we don't get done the things we need to get done. And I know for me personally, I speak from a personal aspect of I'm very family oriented. So if this kid has a birthday party today, I'm at a birthday party for four hours or, you know, the next kid has a basketball game or a football game. So if I'm spending that much time focused on family, some of that time I could have been doing a podcast. So we have to figure out Sometimes how to be in two places at one time. How do you split your time up? How do you go to the party, but get back in time 
so that you not use all your energy and work on the projects that you have for yourself or get to the gym. That's that's a big thing for me. How do I put aside time to make sure that I focus on getting to the gym? And then that's when I say work comes into play. Because if we're with family or we're with these our partners um, and then we're, we're going to brunch with our friends, then there's work. There's, there's our real job on top of whatever else it is that we're trying to reach. So we put all of those things in, in front of ourselves that we are, we're out of alignment with where we need to be. And then the direction. Sometimes it's like you know what you need to do, but you don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And because you have so many other factors that you're giving your time to, you never get focused on what it is that you need to be doing for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is a lack of being able to say no to our friends and to our family. Like we're just so invested in them that we don't say no in order to invest in ourselves. And one thing that I've started to do, and I found it really hard at first, which shows how I'm so committed to everybody else, but myself, I started dedicating one hour each day to myself, like period, like putting it on the calendar, like one hour, this is Kristen's time. And then I found it so hard not to be distracted by trying to pour into other people. But I think that's something helpful that we can all incorporate when we're so distracted by outside factors. We have to dedicate that time to ourselves. We have to carve it out, put it on the calendar, even if you need to. I agree. For sure. Now, we see the term manifest all over our timelines. Candy, how would you define manifesting? And for you, what does it mean to live your best life? manifesting manifesting is speaking it believing it doing it bringing it bringing it to life and i equate that for me manifesting is if if you are um if you believe that there is a higher power and i speak in those terms because as we get global listenership everybody's higher power is something different right Mm -hmm. um for me Growing up in a Christian background, manifesting is simply faith. Can can you wait on what you've been shown? Because there's been a vision, there's been a goal, there's been something that you've been shown that you now need to bring to life. So manifesting, waiting, you know, being waiting on faith, all relate to like Disney. You know, have you ever, if you've ever been to Disneyland or Disney World, it's like the most magical place on earth, right? Mm -hmm. You see everything come to life. That's how I think that we should look at what manifesting is. If you have been shown it, you believe it, you can do it. And sometimes you have to tell, you know, I always hear people tell people to keep their dreams to themselves. How can you keep your podcast to yourself and not share it that I get a chance to come on here with you? And we get to reach a, a you know a different range of audience. Mm-hmm. You, you manifest you're, you're manifesting your podcast. I manifested my podcast. We got started. We told somebody. We're in groups to get help. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to me. Say you're gonna have ten thousand downloads. Work for your ten thousand downloads. Those are small things that you bring to life. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like for me. And then living my best life is it, it's boss status for me, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound too arrogant about it, but it's just kind of who I saw myself as as a child, being able to do those things now in my life, doing what I want to do my way when I want to do it. Um, 
having friends and family, but within a balance, as you stated earlier, mm-hmm. understanding how when I can have my friends and family spend time with time with them, time with my friends, time with, you know, in my relationship and then still show up to do podcasts and speak to other women across the nation um, to be able to start new careers. And mostly for me is to help other people. I'm living my best life. And as soon as this pandemic is over, I'm really going to be living my best (laughs) life when I can get back on the plane and get into some of these cities to link up with some of the amazing people I've met on this journey. That's living your best life. When you're doing what it is that make makes you happy, that's what your best life looks like. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned a gym earlier that I want to make sure the audience heard. Manifesting is nothing without faith, essentially. Like that's what you were saying. It's so key to have that faith in what you're trying to manifest and what you're trying to bring to fruition. You can't let that imposter syndrome or that little voice in your head get to you you have to have that faith and you have to be patient and I think those are two things that sometimes we struggle with and then I also agree with you like living your best life is that boss that boss level you know being a boss Um, and then just for me a few additional things I mean I agree with you wholly and to me it means you know being authentic to yourself and your desires and your dreams it's a place where you're honoring yourself and not dishonoring yourself it you're not neglecting yourself or your dreams it also means just being mindful and grounded. And you're probably like, now sis, okay, how can I live my best life? And you can do that through so many ways, like refocusing, restarting. Um, You can do it through education. You can do it through healing. And I'm going to turn over to Candy and let her discuss that education piece. So educating yourself, I'm I'm really big on that. Um, I'm working to launch a new podcast, Champagne Lifestyle, where we focus on manifesting your best life. And when we talk about education, I'm not talking about necessarily going back to school. You know, this is not about a college thing. Education is your environment. Education is travel. Education is resources that you need to make yourself the best version of you. And when I say that, that is if you if you've experienced trauma growing up and you know that there are certain things that trigger you, counseling may be your education or jumping into groups where there are other women that are working to heal themselves, having open dialogue where we're talking about these things. So if you can't afford traditional counseling, let's say you don't have insurance, you can't afford traditional counseling, there are groups online where so many women are, and I I speak women because that's that's normally the demographics we're speaking to, right? Yeah. Um, there's so many women looking to help other women and share those resources, share the information that they have. So when I say that, there's like a Black Girls Healing on Facebook. I'm in a Black Girls Healing group. And somebody invited to me and I get in these groups just to see what's going on, but they drop resources all the time. Maybe it is going back to school. Maybe you see these ads online that says that you can go online to get additional education or certificate. If you're doing strategic marketing, which is a big thing now, getting a certificate, that's a part of your education. If you're a crafter, there's there's craft groups, Black Girls Craft. If you're a reader like I am, Black Girls Read. There's Black professionals online. There's writing for Black girls, Black women who love outdoor spaces, Black business women on the rise. So when I say that educational component, in order to really live your best life, 
You need to understand what steps you need to take to reach your goals. Um, there's travel groups, right? You want to travel? You don't know how to travel? They'll tell you how to travel. There's travel agents in the group. So those are education components. It's not also always the traditional sense of education. There's also podcasts like this one where we sit down and we share with you things that we've learned or things that we've learned from counseling um, that help you kind of get yourself aligned to get where you need to go. So those education points are key because without them, you know, you give yourself a reason to procrastinate. Mm hmm. And then with healing, just thinking about that healing piece, I call it turning inward. That's what I did. Um, I would say early last year when I was just really at a low. And, you know, you got to look at yourself and you got to strip yourself bare. You have to look at the broken pieces. And you got to look at the pieces that are still together. And you got to really get to know you and who you are. You have to get to know where you're at and where you want to be and figure out those puzzle pieces to get you from point A to point B. You have to show up and do the work. And it's not pretty. It is not easy. It's not something cute for Twitter that you can, you know, tweet about or Instagram or TikTok. No, it's real work. And you have to dig deep. You have to recover and renew yourself. And I say start with meditation and journaling. Those will help you dig deep. And like we mentioned earlier, therapy and counseling too. Healing starts with you, y'all. And I cannot stress that enough. You got to show up and show out for yourself. Show up when you're tired where you're drained, when you don't feel like it, and then also show up when you're happy or you feel content. It's a 24-7 thing. That's how you grow and morph into the woman or man that you want to be and who will claim that best life. Candy, what's your take on healing? I agree with you. That, that's why I live with the education component. Educating yourself on, on yourself. What is it that I need? What resources do I need? And that's why I refer to the groups. So in your healing process, you one need to acknowledge what's wrong with you. You know, understanding what's broken, understanding what's damaged, understanding what your wounds are. And a way that I can explain that, because sometimes we have to simplify things so that we really understand to get to the root of things. I have, um, I'm very injury prone. And so I have a torn MCL and ACL. I know what my issue is with my knee, right? Mm -hmm. So now I know how to take the necessary steps to heal it. Because if we know if things are broken, they're torn, they're damaged, you're not at full capacity. And so sometimes we need to think about our heart and our mind the same way we do about our body. If something is broken, we have to take the steps to get it fixed. So scheduling those doctor's appointments, going through with rehab, having the surgery. And I like your turning inward. Turning inward to me sounds like what I think about when I say in order for us to heal, we literally sometimes have to have reconstructive surgery on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to throw out a lot of the things that we've learned that it's just not right. And I say these groups because not everything, remember these are not all professionals in the groups online, but some of the conversations that people are having, it makes you stop and say, maybe I'm toxic. Maybe it wasn't everybody else around me who was toxic. Maybe it was me. I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drug abuser. Um, I'm just not a happy person. I'm negative Nancy. If you can see yourself, 
then it's easier to heal yourself. Because even if you go ask for help and you don't really know what's wrong with you, you're not willing to be open and honest, there's no one that can help you. So healing, you have to address what your problem is, what's broken, where the pain lies. Then you need to start taking the steps. I saw where you mentioned journaling, writing it down, understanding who hurt you. Then you have to, you have to start to eliminate those things, those behaviors that you hated about your mom or your dad or your siblings that you see when you turn inward at yourself, you need to start to eliminate those behaviors. You said meditate, pray and meditate. I have a prayer journal where there's Bible verses that are relatable. Can you relate to the Bible verse? You know, the, a lot of the pastors now, if you, you know, depending on what your religious preference is, they're online. So if you didn't go to church, maybe there's a Bible verse that relates to your pain where you need healing or someone that's spiritual that can give you a spiritual resource to cleanse that of yourself. And then one of the biggest things that you need to do is you need to forgive yourself. In order to heal yourself, you have to forgive yourself for whatever it is that you did, for whatever it is that someone else didn't do, you forgive you and then you forgive them. And then you have to continue to repeat the whole process over and over again, because always remember that our scars are simply reminders of the pain. Mm -hmm. And I just want to reiterate three points that you made. So the toxic thing, I think some of us don't realize that we can in fact be toxic to ourselves and to someone else. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're inherently a bad person, but just sometimes in some ways we can be toxic. And so you have to be able to face that. You have to be able to realize that and then make yourself untoxic. And then the prayer journal, I love that idea. It's something that I was doing. I haven't been doing it as much, but I would read a verse and I would dissect it and Find that meaning and find how I can incorporate that into my life. How does it relate to me? How can it relate to me? What can I take from it? And then I really just want to highlight and just really repeat that portion about forgiving yourself. You have to forgive yourself. There's no way to move forward if you're stuck in not forgiving yourself. And we all have to learn to extend more grace to ourselves because we are just human. We aren't perfect. So I just wanted to reiterate those points that you made. They were great points. Thank you. Can I add one thing for them to help them maybe? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I said prayer journal is sitting right next to me. Um, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. Matthew 7 and 7, manifesting your best life, guys. Go read Matthew 7 and 7. And then I think this conversation will make a lot of sense for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go read that right after we wrap this up. Yeah. You know, that's a great one. So, all right, y'all, that is a wrap on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And Candy, thank you so much for joining me. No problem. Thank you for having me. Awesome. All right, y'all, as always, I love and appreciate every listen, every download, every subscription. When you share with your friends, keep doing that. Y'all be safe. Y'all be well.